praise the Lord tonight, amen, Wednesday night, Wednesday evening, Bible study. Um, thank God, as always, for the Word of God and being able to study it, being able to learn and to and to grow. And so, praise God for you. Pray everything's going well for you so far this week, um, that you're continuing to to stand strong in the Lord. Amen. The Bible tells us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Amen. So, letting us know not to rely on our own strength. That's a reminder that we need more uh, times than not. Because so many times we try to do things in our own strength. But that's not God's will for us. Amen. He says we need to be strong in Him. Right, we can do all things through Christ. So, um, uh, just a reminder to you, reminder to myself, Amen. To not try to do too much on your own, but to rely on God, Amen. Mm -hmm. But praying that you're doing well tonight. Um, praying that you're enjoying this unusual summer that we have—a summer of mask wearing. Amen. I'm still getting used to everywhere I go wearing a mask. People wearing masks all around. Um, it's kind of difficult to get used to, but given everything that's going on right now, stay safe. Amen. Um, Jesus is made unto us wisdom. So be wise. Um, stay safe. Do the right things. Amen. To safeguard yourself, your family, your loved ones. Praise God. Um, so tonight we have Bible study, um, and we are, are going to be in the Gospel of John, chapter 20. So I ask you to turn with me there. Um, we're coming to the end, I believe, amen, of our um, study that we've been in for the last few weeks of building a foundation of faith. Um, and tonight we want to talk about getting out of our flesh amen because if we stay in the flesh we can't be in faith and so um, we have to get out of our flesh if we're going to walk in faith and so um, one of the things as we talk about building that foundation of faith is to make sure that we don't walk according to our flesh amen we want to get out of it um, in this study, we've talked about a number of things. We've had, you know, we dealt with some scriptural basics on, on faith. We dealt with the story and lessons of, of Abraham. Uh, spent a good time, a good deal of time in Mark chapter 11, um, you know, speaking to mountains and telling our mountains to be cast into the sea. Um, we spoke about speaking to the mountain and what happens when the mountain doesn't move. Um, and last week we, we spoke about allowing adversity to build our faith. Um, and tonight we want to talk about getting out of your flesh. Amen. Getting out of your flesh. Um, getting out of your flesh in order to walk by faith. Amen. And so we're in John chapter 20. And let's look at verses 24 to 25. We're going to read those. We'll pray. Glory to God. And we will open up our hearts to receive. Amen. Amen. So John chapter 20, let's look at verses 24 
25. And it says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hand the print of the nails, and put my fingers into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless you. Yes, Father. Glory to God. We thank you tonight, O oh God. We thank you for this day, God, and all the blessings and favor that you have placed in it. Yes, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for keeping us, being our keeper, our shade upon our right hand, and bringing us to this point tonight. Father God, we now sit before you, O oh God, desiring to hear your word, hear your voice. And so, Father, we ask you now to speak from heaven. Bless us to hear. Bless us to receive. And Father God, uh, uh, continue to stir up our most holy faith in the name of Jesus yes, Christ Father. and reveal unto us the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives. We thank you now for your word. We thank you now for the instruction and correction that you shall give us. And Father God, we bless you and praise you as you continue to build us up in our faith. To you we give all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. And so we're talking about getting out of our flesh. And so as we look to build this foundation of faith. And so, you know, as we look at these two verses of scripture tonight, um, let's note Thomas's approach, right? Jesus had been crucified and he had risen on the third day and the disciples had saw him some of the disciples had saw him um, uh, jesus had visited with them but when jesus visited with them thomas was not there mm -hmm. and so the disciples um, told thomas that they had seen the lord and thomas he wasn't having it he wasn't buying it he wasn't believing it and he told them he said you know what okay you saw jesus huh he said listen you can say what you want but unless i see the nail prints in his hands and i can put my finger into the nail print and thrust my fist into his side i'm not believing anything you guys are telling me. That's what he said. He said, unless I can see his hands, unless I can put my finger in, my fist in, I won't believe. What was Thomas saying? He was saying, unless I can see it and feel it, I won't believe it. Right? And when he was talking about seeing, he was talking about seeing with his natural eyes. He was talking about feeling. He said, unless I can put my finger into the print of his nails. He was talking about actually physically feeling the nail print in Jesus' hands. Mm -hmm. Put my fist in his side, actually feeling, you know, the 
the the hole that made by this by the spear in Jesus' side. He said, unless I can see it with my eyes, feel it with my hands and my fingers, I won't believe it. And see, he was in his flesh. But notice what he said. Unless I'm operating by my flesh and it satisfies my flesh, that's the only way I'm going to believe. Mm-hmm. Right? But but really he he lets us know something. Right? He was relying on his physical side, his fleshly side. He wanted to see it with his eyes and he wanted to feel it. That was the only way he was going to believe. The sad thing is that there are too many born-again believers who operate the same way. They won't believe God unless they can see with their natural eyes something going on in their life. Or unless they can feel that something is going on. Some some born-again believers have trouble believing that God loves them because they don't feel loved. They have trouble believing that God is with them because they don't feel God with them. Mm-hmm. See, those are, that's dangerous to, to, to be operating that way, of needing to see and feel. But understand, you know, Thomas, he was relying on that, but that's not for us to do. We're not to follow his example. Thomas was operating in his flesh. He wanted to operate based on the physical, what he could see physically, what he could feel physically, and he made it plain. Unless I can do that, I'm not believing. But how are we supposed to respond, right? How are believers supposed to respond? It's not about whether we can see and feel. The believers respond, actually, it's it's, it's actually very interesting. We start by believing and then we speak, right? Remember the the, um, uh, the writer of Psalms, and Paul quoted him in 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, saying, um, uh, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, you know, uh, I believe, therefore have I spoken. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, we also believe, and therefore speak. So believers don't operate by seeing and feeling. We operate by believing and speaking. And see, that goes back to what we saw in Mark chapter 11. We speak to the mountain, but we speak to the mountain out of a believing heart, right? We believe in our heart, right? And there's no doubt, and we believe it, no doubt in our heart, and we speak to that mountain and say, get into the sea. We believe and we speak. That's what believers do. Believe and speak. We believe and speak. And notice that our speaking follows our believing. Right? We believe first. We believe and speak. We, we believe a thing, we speak a thing. And if we're speaking a thing, it's because we believe the thing. Mm-hmm. They're connected. It's not about whether we can see it or feel it. That's fleshly. But we're spirit-led beings. Amen. And we should operate according to spiritual principles. And we believe and then we speak. And too many times, amen, um, we all are guilty of this from time to time, where we allow our speaking 
to give voice to things that we don't believe. Right? And it's not supposed to be that way. Our speaking should give voice to what we do believe. Right? We believe, then we speak. Right? We also believe, and therefore speak. And that's what we're supposed to do. Um, we know that God created the world through speaking. Right? We know that. We see that we say this all the time. And God said, and God said, and God said, and it was so, and it was so, and it was so. God created the world by speaking. And the writer of Hebrews says that that the the world is is upheld by the word. Mm-hmm. So not only was the world created by the word, it's maintained by the word. And we're creating the image of God. So that means we create and uphold things by our words. Not by seeing and feeling, right? So we got to make sure, you know, our words are so powerful, right? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we, we believe and then we speak. Forget seeing and feeling. That's fleshly. That's not how we're supposed to act. So Thomas told them, I got to see it. I got to feel it. That's the only way I'm going to believe it. So in verse 26, it says that eight days later, Jesus returned. And this time Thomas was with them. The doors were shut. Jesus came in and he said, peace be unto you. And then he spoke directly to Thomas. And he said, reach hither your finger and behold my hand. And reach hither your hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Mm -hmm. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. I didn't ask you anything, Alexa. <laughs> if Alexa going to come to Bible study, she needs to be quiet in the presence of God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're being, we're being taken over by iRobot. I'm telling you. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> and so notice that he said he said Thomas because you have seen me you believe he said listen you are operating according to your flesh you believed only based on what you saw mm-hmm. but he said those who are truly blessed are those who believed having not seen amen yes. they, they, it's not about what you see and see that's a funny thing where, where people will say sometimes you know you ever talk to somebody and you try to tell them about something that you believe is going to happen and they say, I just can't see it. Yep. Just can't see it. You see, you know, a lot of times they want to they try to visualize and that's not a bad thing, but it, I think it's so much based on what they believe can happen naturally that they just can't see it. But see, the, 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 the truth of the matter is when you do believe something, you actually do see. You just see it in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You don't see it in the flesh 
Thomas was looking to see in the natural. And Jesus said the ones who are truly blessed are those who, even though they don't see something in the natural, they yet stand believing. Amen. And you think about all the scriptures that, that, that back this up. Um, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Faith is the substance of things uh, hoped for, the evidence of what? Things not that are seen. not seen, right? That's what it says. Uh, faith, when you're walking in faith, it's, it's about believing in, in, the, in the things that are not seen, mm -hmm. right? Um, even in 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, it tells us that, that, um, that we don't look at the things that are seen, right, which are temporal, but we look at the things which are not seen, which are eternal. Mm -hmm. See, that's what believers are supposed to look at. We look at not seen things. We don't look at the seen things. Yes. Um, the Bible tells us, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, that we walk by faith, not by sight. I mean, it just, it tells us as plain as, so we see so much of faith then is based on what you don't see, right? In the natural, people of faith can see things uh, in the spirit realm that don't appear in the natural. And so if you're operating in your flesh, you're just relying on your physical eyes. You, 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 you have to see the nail prints. You have to see certain things. Now, even David said, in Psalm 27 and 13, I believe, he said, I had fainted unless I had believed mm -hmm. to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the land. He believed it first. Right. Mm -hmm. He didn't see it. He said, I would have given up had I not believed, not had I not seen, Right. had I not believed to see. And see, that's what we have to understand. We believe to see. Right. You know, we allow our belief to be our foundation and we believe to see it and if you really believe to see it you start saying it right because we believe and we speak right, right. we also believe and therefore speak mm -hmm. and so that's how we're supposed to operate amen it's not about seeing it's also not about feeling right and and this is this is this is really tough because many times our feelings are stronger than our desire to see mm -hmm. because our feelings are so strong. Emotions are so strong. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that the just shall live by feelings. No, no. it says the just shall live by faith. By faith. Amen. And, and, you know, not only when when we're in our flesh are we operating by seeing, but notice what again. Thomas said, unless I can see and unless I can put my finger in, he said, unless I can see and feel. Mm -hmm. And see, we got to avoid both of those things, relying on seeing and feeling. And this feeling one is so important because our emotions, like, as I said, are so, are so strong. Um, we've all said this from time to time that we did something you ever said this i did that because what it just felt right you ever, you ever did something because it just it just felt right mm -hmm. you know or sometimes you 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 know you did you didn't do something because it didn't feel right right uh, a lot of times we say something because what we felt like it <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, we let our feelings, and our feelings are, you know, we do things according to, 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 how, to how we feel. But here's the thing about feelings, and, and, and again, it's not about trying to denigrate feelings. It's about putting them in their proper place. Jeremiah 17 and 9, it tells us that the heart is, is deceitful above all mm-hmm. things, right? And desperately mm-hmm. wicked. Who can know it? He says the heart is deceitful above all things. And see, many times when we talk about feelings, we're talking about that emotional, uh, uh, it's, it's an emotion that comes from our heart. That's why, you know, you, think about the things that are, are, are emotional phrases that have the word heart in it. I did it from my heart. It's because you felt like doing it, right? right? Even when your heart broken, what does that mean? Right, your feelings have really been crushed mm-hmm. or let down. What, what sometimes we talk about people who make emotional appeals, and we say they were pulling on your heartstrings. Yeah. You know, what I mean? so emotion and heart. See, that's the thing. And and you know, when when God says trust in me with all your heart, He's not talking about that emotional side of you. He's talking about that center of you. As, as a spirit being, right? Your center. But there is a heart when we talk about it, and it's like emotion. And that's where the deceit comes in. Mm-hmm. That our emotions can, can play with us. <laughs> Amen? Right. They can play with us because they're deceitful. They're not, um, they're not reliable. And God calls us to live by faith not by our feelings. And so, for example, we were talking earlier, right, that you can feel not loved by God or by other people. Doesn't mean that's the truth. But if you believe it and you're guided by your feelings, then it could lead you to a place that's not true. Um, you know, we can, we can stay in a place that's not God ordained for us because we allow our feelings to to dominate. I mean, think about this. Have you know, if 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 you've confessed over your your life healing, you got a stomach ache, back ache, and you say, "By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed." Mm-hmm. Right? That's a confession of faith, and you can say that and believe it and stand on it and refuse to get off of it even while your back and your stomach continues to hurt continue to hurt Mm -hmm. so if someone asked you how you doing i wasn't gonna say how you're feeling because see that's another thing and so many times we ask each other how you're feeling Mm -hmm. but you know if you would even go okay what's going on with me right now you can on the one hand feel your stomach is still hurting and yet you're standing on your healing hmm. see that just lets you know it's not about your feeling right sometimes it may take a while for that healing to kick in but your faith in that by the stripes of jesus i am healed that confession can be made and you can stand on it despite how you feel right but if feelings drive our whole decision, then they can cancel out our faith declaration. Because I can say, by his stripes I am healed, 
But if my feelings dominate me, I'm going to go, how do I feel? My stomach still hurts. So now, right. now my faith declaration has just been canceled out. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to understand feelings have their place, but we got to keep them in their place. The Bible even tells us this. Joel chapter 3 verse 10 says, let the weak say, I am strong. So even if you feel weak, God says, say you're strong. Mm -hmm. He's not playing a mind game on us by just saying, you know, the power of positive thinking. He's, he, he, he's letting us know you may feel weak. You may actually be weak. Mm -hmm. But confess strength. See, that's faith, right? Let the weak say and understand believing and speaking. See, you got to end up saying something. Not that, let the weak believe and just think on and quietly hold in their head that they're strong. But if you believe, you also speak. Right. So let the weak say, I am strong. In other words, get over that feeling of weakness. Mm -hmm. And confess by faith your strength. Amen. So feelings. Feelings fluctuate. Right? We know that. I mean, you could feel good one minute and bad the next. Right? You could mm -hmm. feel great one day and terrible the next. I'm not talking about emotionally. We're not even talking physically. Just talking emotionally now. You can feel, you know, emotionally great one minute and someone can come and say something to you and ruin your mood that's how quickly feelings can come in. so feelings can fluctuate so if if feelings were were if we relied on them in walking out the promises of god then our ability if good feelings allowed us to believe but bad feelings made it hard then mm -hmm. think about how hard it would be to believe god because our feelings are doing this Right? It's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And if and if our believing in God was tied to our feelings, my goodness, we couldn't we couldn't maintain a life of faith. Mm -hmm. We'd just be going up and down. I believe God, don't believe God, I believe God, don't believe God, because of the way that we feel. But faith in God is eternal and it's and, and it's sure, right? Mm -hmm. It's eternal because actually faith is a fruit of the spirit, right? Um, it's, it's one of the nine fruit of the spirit. It's eternal. That means it's there forever. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Faith is there. It's not here. And then, and then and if we're walking in faith and we hold on to faith, we can hold on to something that's assured. It's not going anywhere. Right. Amen. And so our faith is like a rock that we can stand on and we're not going up and down, up and down. And, and like our feelings would try to take us. Let, let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 for a moment. Hebrews 10. Let's look at um, verse 19. It says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus 
by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. But notice verse 22, that we should draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. See, when you have full assurance, you ain't moved, man. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're fully assured, right? It's like when it talks about um, Abraham, that he was fully persuaded that what mm -hmm. God had promised, he was able also to perform. See, that's how faith is. Faith has a full assurance. It's fully persuaded. It's not going up and down. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. You know, if I'm fully persuaded, whatever I'm waiting on, it may look good today, may not look good tomorrow. I don't move. Because it's not about what I'm seeing and it's not about what I'm feeling. I'm fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. I'm operating in faith, not by feelings. Uh, I'm just fully persuaded. I, I have a full assurance of faith and faith is enduring right um faith is enduring isaiah talks about in isaiah 40 and 8 that what do you say does it say like the the the, the grass yeah. will wither and the flower will fade but right. the word of our god will stand forever and, and since faith is based on the word right faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word the word stands forever. That means our faith can stand forever, not go up and down. Right. If we say, I'm walking by faith, we can stand flat-footed and assured, settled, mm -hmm. right? Just like God's word, forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. And so it's not something that fluctuates and goes crazy and back and forth, right? Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Why? They're settled. They ain't going anywhere. And see, that's the difference between faith and feelings. Feelings can come and go. Faith, not going anywhere. The word's not going anywhere. And our faith is, 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 is founded on that unchanging word of God. But, now, we're created with feelings, right? Mm -hmm. We've had that discussion before, right? We're created with feelings. God gave us our emotions. It's not like, mm -hmm. you know, we bought them in a store and somebody loaded up on them, right? Okay. God God gave us our emotions and our feelings. That's true. Mm -hmm. Jesus wept. Yep. <laughs> he got emotional. Jesus got angry. He got emotional. But that's not the point. <laughs> It's not the point. See, and here's the thing. When someone says to us, as the preacher is saying tonight, that we're not supposed to be guided by our feelings because the just don't the just live by faith, not by our feelings. Mm -hmm. It's not saying that feelings are illegitimate. Right. It's not saying that feelings are wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just saying that they're not reliable. Right. <laughs> they go up and down. They're not reliable. It's not, so is it, we don't got to get into a, well, God gave me my emotions. Okay. No one's saying he didn't. No one's saying your emotions are wrong. 
but you can't dispute that the Bible doesn't tell you to live by them. Right. You can't give me a scripture right. that says you should live by your feelings. So again, it's not about right or wrong. It's about how do we live? How do we lay hold on the promises of God? And we don't do that based on our feelings. We do that on the basis of faith. Amen. So feelings, yes, God gave them to us, but God never intended that we would live according to our feelings. So what I would say is this, feel free to acknowledge your feelings, right? But always give supremacy to the word of God. Mm-hmm. Feel free to acknowledge your feelings, but give supremacy to your faith. It's just about putting things in their proper order. Mm-hmm. Your feelings are there. No one's saying, I don't know exactly where it fit in, but it, your feelings are not supreme and should not have supremacy to your faith. Because God said we are supposed to live by our faith. So you can feel a certain way. And, and when you operate by faith, you can operate despite how you feel. Glory to God. Amen. You can feel like a loser, but you can confess by faith, I'm more than a conqueror through him who loves me. Mm-hmm. Amen. You can feel as if you can't do it. But you, but you confess by faith, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You could feel hopeless, but you can confess by faith, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. See, those are faith things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those aren't feeling things. Right. And listen, you know, it, it's a challenge, but it's a good challenge. When you feel a certain way and you go, you know what? I'm not going to give in to my feelings. And so what do I do with my feelings? What am I supposed to do with my feelings? Tell, talk to God about them and tell him, Lord, I don't feel that you're even listening to me right now. <laughs> but you said that you hear the prayers of the righteous. And your word says that I am the righteousness of God. So even though I may feel that you're not listening to me, I believe by faith, according to your word, that you hear me right now. Mm-hmm. See, that's faith overcoming feelings. You can acknowledge your feelings, but now let your faith reign supreme. Amen? Mm-hmm. So no one's telling you push your feelings under the rug or that your feelings are illegitimate and all the rest of that. Just put them in their proper place and your faith is to be supreme. They are t- your faith is to reign over your feelings. Mm-hmm. Amen? Um, and so we go back. Let's go back to John chapter 20. Go back there, and we just, again, just want to emphasize what we want to avoid. We want to avoid Thomas. There's a reason why. Well, you know, the phrase doubting Thomas comes from our man here. Mm -hmm. Amen? That whole phrase, what are you, a doubting Thomas? Where did that come from? It comes from him, because he was doubting. He said, listen, unless I can see and feel, no, I can't, I'm not believing. We want to avoid that because otherwise we'll be a doubting Thomas. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And Jesus came back just for him. 
Amen. Jesus came back in this situation just for him. Because mm-hmm. after eight days, they say he came back and Thomas with them. And then Jesus came. He said, okay, Thomas is back with them now. He's with everybody. He made all this thing. Unless I can see and feel. Let me, let me, let, let me teach Thomas. And let me teach. He knew mm-hmm. everyone else. Amen. Something. It's not about how what you see and feel. That's, a, that's according to your flesh. You're supposed to live according to your faith. And again, if we go to verse 29, you know, Thomas felt pretty good that he actually didn't even get to the point where he put his finger into Jesus's nail prints mm-hmm. and he didn't put his fist in Jesus's side. He immediately said, my Lord and my God. And that sounds so spiritual, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. My Lord and my God. And Jesus wasn't fooled by it for a minute. Like, don't try to be all spiritual on me now, Thomas. <laughs> you ever been there where you weren't believing on God necessarily, but God moved anyway? And yeah. then you wanted to go, I knew he was going to do it. And then you get this this feeling of conviction of the Holy Spirit. And he lets you know, you wasn't believing. <laughs> <laughs> God just did it in his grace or in his mercy. It wasn't because of your faith. Right. <laughs> you weren't believing. And so Jesus wasn't having any of it. My Lord and my God. And he said, you know what, Thomas? Yes, yeah. I hear all this Lord and my God stuff. But let me tell you something. You're believing me only because you see me. Mm-hmm. But blessed are those who believe and have not seen. I just want to close with this. In First Peter 1 and 8. First Peter 1 and 8. In the NIV, it says, talking about Jesus, Peter wrote, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an, with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Without seeing him. Right. That's faith. So, so again, if we're going to build a foundation of faith, we're going to have to get out of our flesh. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's not about what we can see. It's not about what we can feel either physically. It's not about what we feel emotionally. Right. And again, we don't have to get into a discussion as to whether or not feelings are good or bad. They're God given, but it doesn't mean God never intended us to live according to them. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he's never meant us to do that. So that's all it is. Your feelings are legitimate. They're just not supreme. And your feelings are not anointed. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not sacred. You know what I mean? They're not sanctified. They're none of those things. They're just feelings. Mm-hmm. Amen. But you have something greater. Glory to God. Amen. You have something greater than your feelings. Given unto you courtesy of the true and living God. And that's your faith. Amen. And that's your faith. And so um, we're not going to be like Thomas needing to see and feel. Right. But we're going to be like Paul said in quoting the psalmist. We're going to believe and speak. Amen. Amen. And we're going to believe in things that other people can't see. And we're going to believe things despite how we might feel about the matter. Amen. Um, 
because that's how we're called to be. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're, we're called to live by faith. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So praise God for, for our friend Thomas. Amen. Uh, I love the Bible because it allows us to see people who, like us, amen, mm-hmm. don't always do things right. And God just lets us know. He's not hiding hiding the people who do things that are not quite right. In fact, he uses those. Those are the ones he uses the most. Amen. Mm-hmm. The, the broken vessels. Because if you're a broken vessel, then the light of the glory of God can come through you and shine into this dark world. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Let's pray tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Yes, Father, Father, we give your name praise tonight. We thank you, God, for your word. Yes. We thank you, God, that you are calling us to a higher plane, oh God, to not walk according to what we see and feel, but according, oh God, to our faith, uh, where we uh, believe and we speak. Yes. And so, Father, we thank you, God, that, that we have the same spirit of faith, uh, according as it is written, uh, I believe, therefore, have I spoken. We also believe yes. and therefore speak. Glory to God. And Father, we just thank you that we walk by faith and not by sight. Continue to lead us according to your perfect will. And Father, as you speak unto us, let us be quick, O oh God, to follow you, obey you, and perform the will of God. Yes, Father God, God, we just thank you, God, for you continuing to just stir us up in our faith, build us up in our faith, and lead us by your spirit. Father, we're praying tonight uh, for uh, those who are in need of a touch from the Lord. Yes. Lord God. Yes. Someone needs a touch from the Lord tonight. Touch them in their heart. Touch them in their bodies. Touch them need it, oh God. Father, one touch from you can make all the difference. One touch from you, God, can turn their entire situation around. Yes, and so, Father, Father God, we're you. praying tonight, glory to God, for a touch from the Lord. Yes. And Father God, we thank you right now, glory to God, that someone tomorrow morning is going to wake up with a testimony. Yes, and Father God. God, we call it done by faith, and we give you praise for it in the name of Jesus. Now, yes, God, God. Uh, watch over us the rest of this night, wherever we may be, oh God, everyone, yes, under the sound of my voice, just watch over them, bless them, keep them prosper and protect them, oh God. And Father God, most of all, bless us all with your glorious presence. And Father, we will continue to give your name, the praise, the glory, and the honor you deserve. We love you, Lord, and we give you the praise in Jesus' in name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.